0: Welcome to Pod for Teacher. I'm Aaron Fitzpatrick. I'm Nate Langelli.
1: And I'm Krista Milanovic.
0: How's everybody holding up? I know that's a question that we, we always ask every human that we speak
2: to these days. Well, I'm right now sitting on our back porch. It's screened in. Uh, sitting next to and looking at, I know a lot of people don't have, I have a hot tub that I've been enjoying. Wow. So, not to, not to make you feel bad, you know. Kristen, again, just go on one of those walks. You know, you and Mike, whatever. There you go. You got that's the. It. I mean, I,
1: I did, uh, I did pull a muscle because I was like walking so much, right? That, um, I'm oh, avoiding hills now.
2: Yeah. No, so you're trying to say like you're so in shape that
1: that's it. you just need to slow down. Oh, completely. Mm-hmm.
2: You are a little extra radiant
0: today. I have to say. Am
1: I? Oh, thanks. <laughs> wow. Thanks.
0: Wow. Right. That's it's really- a,
1: it's uh, obviously uh, you know. Getting a little bit extra sleep and, or that, it, yeah.
2: Or is it like the old adage, "Absence makes the heart grow fonder"? We're like we yeah, just have be. around each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, could, could be. The other. The other one is out of sight, out of mind, and that's not happening with us. And I appreciate. No, that, no, you
1: know? yeah, we miss we miss it, right? Yeah. We miss each other's company.
2: You guys ready for this clever bell ringer that we have here
1: today? Yes.
2: You ready? Yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? Oh, nobody, because we're on lockdown.
1: good one good one Mm -hmm. thank you i appreciate that Mm -hmm. it it
2: took me like 20 seconds to think of it
1: oh well good you know because obviously we as well as the rest of the world are adjusting to our current life and um as a teacher i've i have had to make some specific adjustments so we're going to get other teachers' perspectives in today's episode, as well as looking forward to student perspectives in next month.
2: I'm excited. You teased me.
1: Oh, um, right, don't I? Yeah. We,
0: are, we are sufficiently teased now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, quarantine, help us. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we come back, we'll get right into it after this word from the Beach Boys. Ooh. They're
3: I can go and tell my
4: secret
0: in, in my room. In my room. Okay. So welcome back. We are um, gonna dig into a little bit of uh the the nuanced research uh, about this this issue and how how everybody's adapting to these changes, um, just like we are. Um, I have yeah. my moments. I have my ups and
2: downs with this. What, what do yeah. you mean? Some days it's fine. Some days it's a little more stressful. It, it, it be ebbs and flows. You know, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just figuring, you know, trying to be honest here. I'm trying to be open and vulnerable to our avid viewers, listeners, whatever.
1: I, I do agree there. I mean, there's definitely good days and bad days. Like there's thought processes that I don't know, take me down a very like bad, you know, rabbit hole of, of things and other times I'm, I'm okay. So mm-hmm. I think we're all experiencing some level of it.
2: But at the end of the day, apparently you still look radiant. So. Right.
1: Right. radiant. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, you too, buddy.
2: Fitz, you look radiant as well. I love the hair
0: thank you uh the hair um is taking on a life of its own
1: i love it actually just i think you should just keep let let it grow
0: let it grow oh, oh i, I sure. going to do that he it was there he couldn't let
2: it pass he i know
1: i know i know
0: It's I know. my niece's favorite movie she watches it every day um <laughs> every time we talk to her that's what she's singing uh, so but anyways um before all of this uh began one issue that was kind of already on the table especially when it came down to um the, the some of the challenges facing certain students in the country um had to do with internet access um we, i know we briefly talked about that uh in the past but um usa today put out an article called coronavirus for kids without internet quarantined worksheets learning and parking lots um, and it, it really kind of outlines the, the discrepancy between the haves and the have-nots um, and, like, areas that have access versus areas that don't. Um, and it really creates some, some major issues um, in regards to teaching and student learning. Um, the article uh, talks about Corey Shepard, who teaches fifth grade in rural Alaska in a school district the size of Indiana. Can you imagine how big of a oh, school district that must be? No. no. Um, I can't. The terrain there is so rural that only airplanes and snowmobiles connected the the district's 11 tiny
2: villages. And um, like out of some sort of like fiction movie, I think. But no, this is reality for people. It's just weird. Yeah. It's it's also, it's sort of how the the
0: thing starts out, I believe. But I, uh, (laughs) no um in in all seriousness i mean he's one of more than seven thousand teachers in alaska that are trying to make the most of this uh this experience for for his students um since the governor closed schools um to stop the spread of the coronavirus um and online learning is something that you know he and all of us are dealing with these days um he says that around half of his students have access to the internet on some device only about half, that's, I mean, in a, in a school district that size too, that's that's crazy. Um, internet service is very expensive in rural Alaska and it comes with data caps. Um, it's also prone to interruptions due to weather, which you could imagine. Um, Microsoft did a study in 2018 that estimated that about half of Americans, that's 163 million people, do not have high-speed internet at home. And I know for us, um, it's something that we maybe take for granted because it's just there, right? Like we're used to just being there and, you know, uh, any even brief interruption is catastrophic in in the way that we live our lives right you know we're, we're, we're constantly connected and doing those things but um to to not have that access at all at home and could you imagine whenever you rely on a school to provide you something like that and then you're stuck at home now in these circumstances and you're you're not connected anymore like that that is something that i know uh I, I believe, too, that it's every bit as important as other elements of infrastructure in our country. Like, it's it's actually, by by many people now, even considered essential infrastructure, much like keeping our roads paved and, you know, and our resources available to everybody. Absolutely. Well,
1: it's interesting. I just had a conversation with my aunt about this because we were um, talking about this lack of technology and, like... Pittsburgh Public Schools obviously were a little bit behind in getting all of their students, I mean, behind in terms of the timeline of getting their students up and running and spring break was in there as well. But you know, when I'll never forget when I had Emily, like I was given a book, right? Like a kid's book that I could read to my daughter. And I was able to sign up through the library program to receive a new book, like every year on her birthday and I get a new book in the mail. So and we. We I, I, great. Wow. But as essential as books are to learning now, I, I feel as if technology and the internet is also essential to learning. So, you know you're you have this disparity where you have like you said 163 million people that do not have that accessibility at their house and you know at like you said the necessary infrastructure in order to provide that for every family like where who's who's you know who's going to mandate that through the school or is that going to be a state thing or I don't know right but I absolutely think it's necessary.
2: Uh complete side note, do you, any of you know anybody who says aunt instead of aunt? Cuz I, I say do. aunt. I do. I have uh
0: one of my one of my good friends um is from Vermont. And uh aunt from Vermont. Aunt from Vermont. It's I, it's a New England thing from what I understand.
1: Huh. I I I do know, but no, I say aunt.
2: And so do I. This is this is the stuff I add to our discussions nothing of value. It's just these random right. thoughts that pop into my head.
1: That was uh, quite random. There
2: must be a, it must be a deeper New England thing than Buffalo.
1: Right. <laughs> well, Buffalo's <laughs> not New, New
2: England.
0: England. Right, right. That's, but yeah, that I think of it, I, I uh, one of my old roommates was also from um, from college was also from uh, New Hampshire, also an aunt guy. So hmm. yeah, that must be good a deep New England
1: thing. Good to know.
0: But yeah, um same to your- topic. Yeah. <laughs>
2: back to the topic uh, and to answer your question um it's kind of become i'm sorry i'm, sorry. I'm one more thing did you say to or your question like ants oh we we're just talking about ants and aunts no oh man that that is like that is a dad joke to end all dead wow. i figured i really had to step up my
1: game hey, you got to get out man you gotta make a walk <laughs> go around there's the much, block i'll make you a, in a, a I'll in the
2: hot tub too much
1: that's what yeah happens. yeah that's it
0: there is still life beyond the hot tub, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: But uh, yeah, to, an- to answer the question you posed hot there. Hot oh, there. Oh, right? boy. oh. boy. We have
1: derailed. <laughs> back to it, guys.
0: Back to it. Um, Thank you. Back to it. Yeah. So, um, to answer Christian's question from a long, long time ago when she asked it. <laughs> Teachers, principals, and superintendents are uh, delivering take-home work, setting up Wi-Fi hotspots, and lobbying their states for broadband reform. Some internet service providers have stepped up also. Um, they, uh, are, you know, realizing that this is something that, you know, isn't, this isn't just a luxury anymore. Like having having access to the internet is something that can truly leave someone behind whenever you think about all of the things that uh, really, that, that we need to use the internet for. Um, so it, it, it can't just be considered a luxury anymore. It is like I said, a part of um, essential infrastructure. Um, but in California, uh, where uh, like in-person school, if it hasn't been already canceled for the rest of the academic year, um, surely it will be soon. Um, the internet search company provides uh, which is Google <laughs> um, provides free Wi-Fi to a hundred thousand rural California families um, through the end of the school year and uh, 4,000 Chromebook laptops for students, which is, which I know um, some schools that don't have those, the, the one-to-one uh, device to student program um, have still made some purchases, um, have been, have had have received some donations and able to kind of help uh, bridge that divide a little bit. But, um, sounds like we're still quite a ways off what can we do whenever we can't ensure uh that all of our students have you know have un- uninterrupted access or have have what they need the, the kind of resources like how can we best serve them do you think in this environment krista
1: you know i, I luckily we're lucky in in freedom right that our high school kids are are one to one and we But for our element, you know, K through eight, I know they're not one to one. But luckily, we do. I do believe there was enough infrastructure within the building to be able to sign them out. For the districts that did not actually own that equipment, right? That that really put forth um, some massive challenges, right? And and I had mentioned Pittsburgh Public before, just because they're in the news right now. But from what I understand, they've already purchased 4,000 new laptops and they need to purchase 6,500 more. Same thing with Wood- Woodland Hills School District. And what um, Woodland Hills was doing was actually using the funds that would have been used to like run their buildings. Mm-hmm. And now that they're not there, they're able to you know readjust that money in order to be able to use it to provide the infrastructure this scenario this you know everyone keeps saying this unprecedented time uh has it forced many schools to take that jump to the next level and and my hope would be that okay well if if everyone can get there then we could look at the internet access and and have it be a part of like you said you know i mean the regular infrastructure that are in people's homes so that they have it but for for now right now if if a student doesn't have it and doesn't have access I know districts are providing opportunities for you to drive up and uh utilize the you know wi-fi and outside from the parking lot like I know we purchased extenders right for that wi-fi service solely for this purpose Mm -hmm. Um, but it's I mean, it's not the most ideal situation because what happens if a student can't get there?
2: I think for this time period, people are gonna be fine with whatever they try. Honestly, I mean, as long as you're making an effort, especially for those districts that maybe they don't even have Wi-Fi in school or kids can't drive there, maybe they can just say, "Hey, do your best." Maybe I know even like for our elementary, they did like they do like pickup days for schoolwork. Teachers had stuff prepared, so st- people could maybe drive by and pick up a week's worth of material. Um, at the end of the day, none of this is gonna be ideal. Uh, nice. I think students are, they're going to miss out on some knowledge, but unfortunately health and safety, they take precedence right now. You got to do, obviously we need to do the best that we can. Um, and I think yeah, providing I, things like devices. I know like for our school, you know, your daughter, Kristen is in the same district. I'm not sure what she got. She's older, but they gave every, like Lily's in kindergarten right now and they gave every kid an iPad and then teachers been uploading stuff there that we've been able to do at home and they log in are able to check on work and things along those lines. So it, it's unfortunately right now up to the amount of resources I think that these schools have. And you got to do the best you can.
1: Right. And I do think that this kind of does bring up like a triple duty. Right. For those who are working, uh, parenting and teaching from home. Obviously, Nate, like like you, I mean, my husband and I are both in education. Right. So there's two educators in mm-hmm. the house to, to help. Right. Well, Amy's
2: I an educator. I'm more of the goofball. That's you know, with the title of educator, but got it, got it. Thanks. <laughs>
1: but this is this that triple duty, even for us, has been disruptive. It has changed the rhythm and routine of our our regular household, and we've needed to and still are working at trying to get that new rhythm. And you know, we're learning that remote learning and teaching are two totally different things right like and learning about having you know students at every age level try and kind of take this information and process it on their own has been something that has been a challenge in my house and parents everywhere are grappling with this type of idea and to say you know nothing of the challenges for parents whose work requires them to be physically present and now they need to find childcare right like I, I it's really unbelievable obviously we know that schools are sending devices they're sending workbooks other resources but at the same point there's not that interaction it, it you know, for my, my child to have conversations with, with her teacher, there isn't that opportunity at this point. So instead, like, she's become a pretty decent Fortnite gamer, right? Like I, I just, I don't know. Um, but she's talking to my niece and nephew in, in New York city and, and they're talking every day and that's a scary place too. So if that's the outlet that they need, then I'm, you know, Allowing that to happen more hours than I would care to admit right now. Right.
2: But Does she have good, good dance moves there from Fortnite? Is She,
1: um, I haven't seen money. I, yeah, I, I don't know. She purchased her first intangible yesterday. Right. I, like, I don't know what that means.
2: I'm out of it. I'm intangible. Not sure means.
1: It means you cannot touch it. Like mom, I need some money because I want to buy this blank for my Fortnite character. Oh, oh, oh! And she cho- She did choose a golf driver, which may have been. Maybe that's why she knew I'd say yes, right? Because it had to do with golf a little bit. But, kind of
2: second up to you a little bit there. But
1: literally, it was five dollars, right? So, like, here, here you go. This is five dollars, and you have nothing to show for. It.
2: So um, that, so golf was is like your kryptonite. It'd be like somebody bringing up, I don't know, like Jimmy Eat World for Fitzy or something yeah. like that. It'd be like, whatever you want. Okay, you hit my yeah. sweet spot. That's- yeah.
1: yeah exactly
2: i I agree like amy you know with her classes that she's teaching classes i'm teaching and then we're trying to teach lily too like we're trying to still it's not like she can just go off and do it all on her own like we still have to you know and guide and kind of make sure she's getting it right and check over things and those are it's a very and then our and then rosie she's almost three like this it's an interesting household we got going on right now you know with Mm -hmm. all these different people going on different um agendas and criteria and i know right. it's, the same, it's the same across the land across the world like it's just it's, it's a tough adjustment for a lot of people i think um trying to negotiate and navigate and you kind of brought up the whole fortnight thing and that is an issue too that uh i've read about earlier and people are like well what about screen time like mm-hmm. maybe you feel a little guilty like my my child has been spending so many hours like maybe on an iPad or, you know, playing Xbox or whatever it is. And there's this new article that was put out by the, let me see here, the American Academy of Pediatrics. They at least recently put out some new guidance on uh, how many hours. And so they do say that you should still set limits on screen time, but you should prioritize your mental health and that of your children, which might mean allowing a little bit more, <laughs> maybe for schoolwork or for connecting with friends, like you were saying, Kristen, with cousins or other people yeah. there. Um, but they do say there are still some general rules that apply. They say you know kids should still get maybe eight hours of uninterrupted sleep time, you know, if possible, and still maybe have you know, dinner time without phones or just these breaks in the day, maybe go on things like walks, uh board games together, reading together, uh baking perhaps. I don't really bake. Yeah, um, clean
1: the baseboards today.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. My, my uh my my daughters and wife they actually made me. For those of you who are keep, keeping score, they made me a, a cake yesterday because yesterday was my birthday. So I'm throwing it out there for everybody. Aww, so
1: just I keep that in mind. That, okay. hmm What's that? I miss I missed it uh, completely. Yeah,
2: yeah, That's okay. I'm sorry. I did.
1: Hey, happy birthday! I feel I feel really guilty. But they—they they do. They like, give me a heads up or something.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> they, the easiest way to remember it, Kristen, I—I I, I remember it this way each year. So, like, the—the the Titanic strikes the iceberg. Uh, um, John Wilkes wow. Booth shoots President Lincoln. Um, neither of the bad things happened on that day, but they were the kind of the precursor to bad things to come. That's how you remember the April Fourteenth is Nate Langelli's birthday.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I, I
1: will, Got it.
2: Since since my birth, though, you look at April fourteenth, nothing but sunshine, buddy. I bet you no <laughs> bad things.
4: <laughs>
2: oh I, I ended I ended all of that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: is that it <like,
0: laughs> It's a sort of like weird reverse butterfly effect? <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, I watched I, that movie. That's a good one. I haven't seen that in a while. I
2: tell I tell all my students this too, because then Amy her birthday is on the anniversary of Julius Caesar being shanked. You know, the Ides of March. So we have a lot, but she ended that as well. So but Lily was born on the first day of spring. So we represent death apparently in some way. And she represents life and new life and beginning. I don't know. Um,
1: oh okay. Was <laughs> <So much, maybe,
2: laughs> that so much to unpack there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there
1: but, really is. There or
2: really it could is. all just be coincidence. Uh you know. Yeah, but um, anyway, so they're saying that we, I think they're just trying to say that maybe you shouldn't feel so guilty. Yes. Maybe they're going to be on the screen a little bit more, but do your best still to try and break it up with other activities. It could be sports, could be reading together, whatever it is. Um, but try and give yourself, cause I know we've gone through that here at our house too. Like she has her iPad for school, um, other games she wants to play for Lily or for like still trying to manage it though. Still trying to make sure throughout the day, we still have family time together, um that we're still taking walks if it's possible around the neighborhood, we're still outside together, maybe and again time.
1: like right, like Aaron, like do you see that you have more screen time? oh my gosh, i
0: can't it's it's disgusting, i uh. <laughs> I don't I never really got into checking my like that screen time monitor thing that they put on the phones yeah uh, how long ago I never really got too wrapped up in that because I just kind of went about my day and just did my thing and didn't really worry about what my phone was telling me like that um my phone has almost been screaming at me these last couple of weeks it's like I, you know I would venture to say that I probably am looking at a screen of some sort more in my day than I'm looking at anything else, which is absolutely terrifying. Like I yeah. uh, I don't need my glasses for vision purposes. Like I but I, I find myself wearing them almost all the time because the longer I'm staring at a screen, the more I'll get a headache. Uh, this could have
2: been a good uh, long term if Dr. Wargo's listening, you know, check your eyesight before the
0: yeah, and now
2: check your eyesight a month or two later out of how much you've been using your eyeballs there and staring at screens.
1: Aaron, you, know, you might need to download my Google Chrome extension that I use. It's called oh, Move yeah. It. <laughs> I've seen and you do this. Yeah, it's like every, uh, you can set the time, so like I have mine for every 30 minutes. Like It just like turns my whole screen red and tells me to go do something. Like, so Nate happened to see me do 10 jumping jacks in place, right? Like, and then you sit back down and whatever. But I mean, there are times when I'm working and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe 30 minutes have gone by and I'm glad to have it, right? Because then no. you, d- it does make you more aware. Like, do you no have what? any helpers like that?
2: Well, let me ask you this, Kristen, when it when those pop up, does it ever see, say go get some ice cream? Does it ever say stuff like that? Like. Um,
1: <laughs> No, but you know, t- typically every time I do get up, I, I end up with some form of snack of some sort. So yeah, it was funny. Cause obviously we're doing just, I'm going to take my aside here on snacks because I was pretty excited. I got a grocery pickup, right? I mean, this is exciting, exciting times. Mm-hmm. And I decided I was going to treat myself while I was grocery shopping online. And I really like, Hagen dazs ice cream bars that are like vanilla dipped in the chocolate okay so i was ecstatic i was like oh my gosh they've got them add to cart like it's three bars for like nine bucks like i didn't even care right i would this was going to be my treat how about they were did not have them and they replaced them with these mickey mouse chocolate covered bars like Hagen dazs and then like generic bars that look like mickey mouse cover
2: i want to be right. angry for you
1: yeah I, I was bummed i was really bummed now, like just, I, I don't know
2: since we're going down different rabbit holes you said Hagen <laughs> and this is how the mind works any of you ever see or remember the movie called demolition man with wesley snipes and sylvester stallone years ago yeah. there's um, a line where wesley snipes makes reference to Hagen dazs in his bad guy voice and that's what made you think. I haven't seen that movie probably in 20 years, but you right. just mentioned Hagenah. It's just boom. Went
1: right, back in. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just back. So you
1: can tell that we're extroverts, right? And our <laughs> personalities, and we have needed chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly, we haven't been getting enough. So I'm
2: assuming most people have turned off this episode by now. For <laughs> They're like, "This is." This is ridiculous. I don't blame you, people. I
1: don't blame I know. You anyway, Aaron, back to you.
0: Well, I, I was just going to say, basically, like you—you you just kind of accidentally segued <laughs> into uh, uh, where we needed to go next, anyways. Because, uh, yeah, like we—like we're finding that even on these calls that we have to make or these these meetings that we're on in the morning and whatever—the um, one. Basic connection that we still have to our to reality to normalcy um, is is this uh, these options that we have to stay in touch with each other and as tough as it might be to have to be apart and and to kind of get adjusted to this very strange world we're now living in um, the one thing that that I've heard from colleagues I've heard from students and and the research uh, seems to be there to back it up as well is that the like staying in touch has has been kind of a, um, the kind of the light through the darkness, if, if you will. Um, so because of the closure, Pete students aren't meeting, teachers aren't teaching the same way. We're doing everything we can. Um, that was not the light bulb in my head. I have no idea. <laughs> <it was. laughs> oh,
1: that was great. Maybe
2: that explains the crazy hair, the electricity just pulsating through your brain there.
1: Mm-hmm. I Like the hair. maybe it's helping my radiance.
0: <laughs> yeah, this uh, yet another moment uh, that uh, the podcast medium, like where this magic is truly lost in in an audio only format. <laughs> yeah. So the Child Mind Institute. Um put out a piece of information and put out some research um where they made that connection and and they 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 said that uh, we know that strong, secure bonds with our teachers are really important in social emotional development, um and that to suddenly lose that um under such strange and unprecedented
2: circumstances can be really difficult on kids um I'll interject it's difficult on everyone too I think it's difficult on me I think to oh lose God. that connection to lose the face to face, the you know, the camaraderie, whatever it is, this the the back and forth. it's just it's just very it's hard. and I can understand that i I don't think anybody wants to deny that it is tough. It's tough for everybody. It's tough for me for the kids. it's a, yeah, it's it's hard, absolutely. and like the the two points that they that they make in that in this article that um i
0: I, I found really resonated where you know they point out that we have physical distance, but we don't have to have emotional distance, and it's very clear. That the foundation of our classrooms is always relationships. Um, I, I know <clears throat> we've shared some of these stories in our meetings. Um, we've talked se- uh, separately. We've talked to our students about it. Um, it is. It, it it has an effect on our students. Clearly, it has an effect on us because we don't feel like that we can do um, the kind of job that we that we you know would be able to provide otherwise. We know that that that, that emotional connection um, looks different these days. You know, we, we, we've been commiserating with our seniors who are still dealing with the fact that their final moments and memories of high school as they believed that they would have them, um, are now going to look very, very different. Um, mm-hmm. you know, this is, this is a class that will always be remembered for the, for having to go through some of these things together. And, you know, and, and I know every adult that I've talked to administration on down, um, is, you know, sympathetic to that and, and trying to do almost anything that, that they can, anything that we can to try to still provide those opportunities for, for our students, because, you know, those, those things mean, mean everything to them, but they mean as much to us sometimes too, or like they mean, they mean enough to us to, to try to, to be there with them on, uh, at those times to celebrate the culmination of, all of the years and all of the emotions and all the effort and energy that that's been put into their their entire time um, and their entire schooling. So, um, so okay. yeah, it's so there's there's some definite drawbacks to um, to the way we have to do things these days. But um, if we're trying to look for the silver lining, I think the fact that that we're able to still a, a lot of people are still able to meet even remotely using uh, you know video conferencing and, and whatever else. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful for that at the very least because without that, I can't imagine what what this would be like if everything was just uh, you know behind a computer without the at
2: least visual connection that we are able to make. Yeah, using that and then also just staying in touch. It could be email, could be using things like Remind, Slack, whatever it is, mm-hmm. just to try and keep that going. And every year, I tell my students I got into teaching because of them. It wasn't necessarily because of history. Yes, I enjoy history, and this is this whole experience is just further highlighting that in my mind. It's like I didn't get in. I could obviously do the history, you know, remotely, online, this and that, but it's the people, it's the connection. That's Mm -hmm. the, that was one of the main drawing factors why I got into the profession. I think why a lot of people get into the profession too, is the impact, the relationships, working with students on a one-to-one basis. So it's a big, a big minus right now for, for a lot of people.
1: Well, and, and that's, that's just it. You know, there's what, six or seven weeks left until this is done. Right. And it is it's hard yeah i mean it's it this is hard this is hard not to experience all of these things with the students and as we had said when we first started the emotions go up and down and trying to find that positive right trying to um say geez you know wow okay so we've slowed down like the world is essentially stopped you know here's the good that came out of today And, Mm -hmm. and try and focus on that and i know i've taken things that i've learned from youtube just even in our pods where i you know will do some different types of engaging things with my students to try and let them like i'm still here too i have a daily google meet and like there are days when students don't enter and i'm bumped right like i'm sad so i record myself using flipgrid and then if they choose to watch it it's funny if not then It's okay, But I mean, it's challenged me me to try and and go to a new level with teaching. And for those who I can't get a hold of or those I'm I'm struggling to get a hold of or the ones who've just said, listen, I'm not going to, you know, do this. I, you know, it's 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 brought things to a new light.
2: Yeah. Well, when we come back, though, we'll also hear from some other colleagues of ours about how they're adapting to life as a teacher during COVID-19, so stick around.
1: The views and opinions expressed on pod for teacher are solely those of the authors and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Freedom Area High School or the Freedom Area School District. Any account of this podcast without the written consent of Dr. Anthony Fauci is strictly prohibited.
4: Teaching in the COVID-19 pandemic is a huge adjustment. Online instruction can best be described as building the airplane as we are flying it. Uh, Working from home has meant a lot of shorts and t-shirts and coffee. I've gotten used to my dog barking all day long and just continuing to work as if it were perfectly silent. During the school day, my family scatters to different rooms. My wife is teaching third grade in the playroom. I'm teaching Spanish in the upstairs office and my two sons are doing ninth and 12th grade in their bedrooms. We get to eat dinner together and we spend a lot of family time together in the evening watching TV or playing outside. Uh, One positive is I've learned to use Flipgrid and Screencastify in my teaching and we'll do this probably for years to come once we hopefully return to teaching in the classroom.
1: Distant learning has definitely taught me to be more tech savvy from Google Hangouts to making PDFs editable for my students. I have learned a lot.
0: So my new style of teaching means that I wake up about the same time in the morning. I go for a decent run and then I record a workout to share with my students. After that, I go into a faculty meeting and try to communicate with students for the rest of the day, all while trying to deal with the three little monsters that are my children um, and pretty much answering emails. The part that really stinks is now I don't get to see you know, students and have any sort of relationship going on with them just to be there and do anything that is remotely normal.
5: Since I've been working from home, I've had to do some adjusting to all of these changes. Um, But because we've already been using Google Classroom at the high school, and I was already using it a lot in my regular classroom, the transition hasn't been too difficult for me in terms of assigning work. A lot of the materials I use were already in digital format, so that made it easier for me. Um, The difficult part for me is not seeing my students, not being there physically to help them right when they need it. I miss seeing their faces. I miss the social interaction with them. Each student is turning in work at different times throughout the week, so I find myself rotating through my classes many times each day just to keep up on who has turned in work when. I want to be able to give them feedback as quickly as possible. It's not the ideal way for us to teach or for our kids to learn, but I think so far everyone has been doing a great job.
3: The reality of teaching at this point has now become something that I never really cared to do. I never really cared to watch this old house or even YouTube videos. So the question is, how do I teach a shop class? How do I teach woodworking? How do I teach home maintenance? From my house, my home, instead of being in my classroom with my students. Well, it's a tricky thing. I'm now creating videos on how to sharpen a blade on a lawnmower. I'm now creating videos about how to calculate materials for a certain project. Is this the best case scenario? For the circumstance, I guess it is. But if it was up to me, I'd have my students right in front of me like many other teachers, and we would just take and be able to show them hands on. I feel fortunate enough that I can still reach out to my students. I feel fortunate enough that my students are still healthy and I'm healthy and my family's healthy and my colleagues are healthy. And at the end of the day, That's what really matters. So stay safe, be careful, and do the best you can.
6: In the 10 years that I have been a mother, I have felt that I have had the capacity to be an excellent mom or an excellent teacher, but not both simultaneously. When I'm excelling in one role, the other is suffering or both sit at a level of mediocrity that i am not satisfied with in recent years i have found that i've been able to separate those roles and focus on each during specific parts of the day with the recent social isolation i feel like i've been given another chance to be a full-time mom and i've tried to make the most of all the extra opportunities to be with my kids before they are too old to appreciate that time but balancing motherhood making sure that my kids are doing their schoolwork Entertaining my preschooler and teaching my own students has sometimes proven to be too much to juggle all in one day. There are enough devices in our house, but not enough of me to be helping or supervising every kid at the same time, while also meeting with students on the computer to make sure that they have what they need to continue learning. I'm finding that for my kids and for my own students, what is needed the most is a little bit of connection a little spark to keep learning and a lot of grace to know when it's time to give up and try again tomorrow.
2: This is Uncle Griff. Don't go anywhere. Pod for Teacher will be right back. Pod for Teacher is brought to you by Hot Tubs. Because Hi. going with cleaning products and disinfectants, that was way too obvious. And... Freeze skin. Products. What? Free loose
1: skin.
2: (laughs) Oh no, no, no! Who doesn't like a good soak? That's the word there. Soak.
1: Can't. soak too long. Oh gosh! Don't soak too long. It's going to turn into a hot tub time machine. You're going. Oh. I can't. All right. Again, one of these moments. So, what have we learned today, gentlemen? What have we learned? You well, know, what I will say we've, we've I've hot learned, I, go, go. No, i
2: so. just interjecting that, hot tubs, go.
1: I do like, I I mean, how many people can fit in your hot tub, Nate?
2: Oh, Is six. Like
1: six people?
2: Yeah. Okay, so Aaron. Aaron's, uh, Aaron's not invited. He's making fun of it too much. Oh, Aaron. So, you know what, though? He's a guy, he's got like a whirlpool jacuzzi as like a bathtub, though. So don't even... He's giving me flack for a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did feel, uh, I did
0: feel very, um, I don't even know the word I'm, I'm searching for right now, but um, I, I did, I did buy a while back some of those like bath bombs that I, that, I, that people talked about. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this, this seems like this is going to be such a great idea. Um, My daughter would like them. I mean, they're like, yeah, they're, they, they make pretty colors. I don't, I, I don't really get the the hype. Listen,
1: listen, listen, we're not having this conversation. Okay. Let's move on. It already already happened. All right. It's over.
2: Time machine and turn it around.
1: But it does not turn the, the bath bombs do not turn the tub into a jacuzzi. Right.
0: And it it, it doesn't turn your, and they don't fizz like I expected them to creating the spa experience that I was sort of searching for. Um, Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay, turning the page now. Um
1: <laughs>
2: Kristen, sure you're gonna say something. Kristen, what have you learned? You're good then I, oh,
1: I I've learned. So listen. We're listening. I am very glad to have had this time and banter and chit chat with you too, because I have really missed you and missed um human interaction. I, oh, I, I feel die. as if I'm learning every day in this process, and I have learned that this is not something we ever could have planned for and i have learned that we are trying our best and students are trying their best and we are going to hopefully um you know get through this all together and safely and but i do have a hope though that i wanted to share that um you know instead of focusing on like kids falling behind what if the this group of kids um, and students at all ages actually advanced? What if they have more empathy? What if they enjoy family time? What if they're more creative? What if they like the simple things and having a picnic and and you know play, building puzzles and playing board games? What if they learn to stretch a dollar and plan a shopping trip based off of the um, you know, departments within the grocery store. So the amount of time spent in the store is actually significantly lower by planning it out that way. What if they learn the value of a whole meal together as, um, you find good things to share and really that, that would be my hope.
2: I like that. That's a nice sounding hope there. Thanks. Yeah. Kind of going along with that too. Something, yes, it's stressful. Yes. This is difficult. But like you guys have seen and what a lot of people have seen, there's a lot of positive stories that are coming from this too. And you really see the human spirit coming out and the fact that people are reaching out and helping, uh, businesses helping out, uh, neighbors helping out. It's a, it's unfortunate that it takes this, these sort of negative situations, these catastrophes, these natural disasters, whatever you want to call it, um, to kind of have people rally together. But there is almost a sense of unity or community among people now like trying to combat this trying to get out to the other side like people are working together people are lending hands where they can um so that's the encouragement right now i know because like the state testings have been postponed for this year other requirements and so there's a lot right now we're just called to do the best we can to meet the needs of our students and i see that happening out in other areas of society as well And so i find that very encouraging so there you go and i've learned that you're radiant Kristen.
1: Oh, thank you
0: <laughs> i uh I, I guess i'm gonna pile on i mean like i i kind of my biggest takeaways were very similar to what you both had shared you know it's like the unfortunate reality uh, of the situation <clears throat> could lead somebody down a path of pessimism and you know and you could focus on all of the things that you're missing out on or all the things that 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 may change forever all that you know like there's so many negative things that like that could consume you if you let them but there's so much there's so much light through the darkness if you just look for it i think um and, and you can focus on the best of us like you know i personally like just from just from the experiences i've had so far um some of the best uh most uplifting um experiences i've had since this began stem from you know being able to be on campus a few times to be able to like you know hand out meals to the the, the folks on our in our district that they come by and are looking for lunches and, and breakfast for their kids and just seeing how appreciative that community is and, and how appreciative people are whenever uh whenever folks are able to help um i uh, i know nate and i we were talking about this before the before we started the pod today but um The other night, my publication staff submitted the yearbook on the on deadline. They haven't missed a single deadline. Like I I can't even tell you how proud I am of, of that crew of mine. That's you know you know putting out publication stuff. Like they put out a newspaper in March. They're putting one out in April. They're putting one out in May. They are not even slowed down by this new reality. And and like they make me extremely proud and thankful to be able to work with such a group. the uh the human connection that that we lost um, sometimes is made up by some of these calls or whatever i know uh, you know i've I've had a, a call or two with my family who i haven't seen some of them in quite some time or whatever and and we're appreciating the the time that we get to spend on there and um you know things that we can still look forward to and and things like that. And just, just to be able to see the look on, on on some of these students faces whenever we're able to maybe jump on a video call or whatever. And, you know, and they know that you're there for them and they know uh, maybe more than ever that we're in the same boat and we're all in this together. And 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 sometimes just thinking of it that way kind of really helps you kind of get through. So, yeah, focusing on the helpers and focusing on. Um. All. All of the positive things, Kristen. I love that list you shared. Um, I think that. I, I think that not only will help get us through, I think it'll help make us all better um, once we are able to get past this whole thing too. So um, right. that's some, that's something that I'm looking forward to. Maybe maybe this will leave us in a you know more of a positive, more of a caring world than than the one that we basically left before this whole quarantine period began
1: yeah i i hope you're right i mean i hope it really does um i don't know like a a girlfriend of mine she actually had a baby right at the beginning of this um you know that like march 14th or something the baby came and she shared a post on social media and it said you know that like a mom talking to an adult, you know, like, well, don't you remember Johnny? Don't you remember the quarantine of 2020? And we couldn't go anywhere and, and people lost, you know, lost their jobs and people lost everything. And then it snowed. And then, you know, like, and she was going through and he was like, I, I don't. And she's like, well, you were young, you were only eight, you were only six or whatever. And he was like, Oh, was that the time that we, you know, played the games and built the puzzles and and watched movies and set up forts and did all this stuff? He's like, that was the best time of my life. And it I mean, it it hit me. obviously, I don't have, you know, i have I have an eleven year old, but, yeah, like I you know, i'm in a, I've made a blanket fort and we've watched a show. And you know, it did help me to. I don't know, you know, slowed down, I guess, in a sense that I also haven't seen my family. This is the first, you know, Easter I've missed with them. And, you know, my brother and his family, they are in New York City. So that, you know, has brings its own other level. But I don't know, right? I mean, until next month, we can uh, reflect again.
0: That's right. That's all we can do.
1: Well, that's all the time we have for today. Follow us on Twitter at Pod4Teacher. You can find me at Kay Milanovich, Nate at NLangelli, and Erin at CJE. Put on some gloves and gingerly tap that subscribe button. And if you're feeling extra bored, leave a rating and review wherever you found our pod. We like stars, but not as much as we actually like being around people. And reviews help more people find us and connect. So until next time, corn teachers and all, we'll see ya.